The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Key Marine Center. right it can buy you a boat yes and how do you get money you go to georgetown technical college and you learn a trade in the marine industry yep and you get some money and uh buy you a boat yes sir you are listening to boat smart it is a call-in show and here we are in 2024 i never believed i'd make it this far in life and here i am 2024 <laughs> you know and it's a new year and we are excited about that at georgetown technical college we're just excited about moving forward uh, the teachers are back right now. They came in yesterday and today, and they're planning for a uh, students to return on Monday. So that's very exciting. And and we had a faculty meeting yesterday, and we talked about the good numbers that we have. And and uh, you know, I probably can't quote them exactly, but we're right up there in the top six schools in the state of Florida. And our small little school. Uh, as far as certifications and numbers and things like that, uh, Mr. Brooks is really good about looking at our numbers and, and, and getting us excited about the new year as we go into it. And it's just going to be an exciting year. And we continue to move forward. We continue to set goals that help our students, you know, higher goals all the time. And we're doing that. And we just have a great staff over there, the faculty, the, the administration, the counselors, the all of them over there, financial aid. They just do such a great job communicating with our students and, and giving them options. And that's what it's all about, giving somebody an option to change their life as they go into the new year. So you are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-in show. You can call or text 850-437 is the phone number. You can call or text us. You may have a question about the school. You may have a question about your boat as we're getting into the new year. What do you want to do with your boat? Maybe you're looking for a boat. Maybe you just don't know what you want to do with a boat, that kind of thing. You can call us or text us, 850-437-1620, right? And I have on the top of my sheet, Happy New Year. And how long do we say that? How long do you say that, Jake? How, you do it for the month of January and then I'm let it phase out? I'm thinking you... it at least till the 15th. Okay. And then I usually take my Christmas decorations and all the trees down by the end of the month. So okay. I would say the 15th <laughs> and that'll make you, force you to do that. Okay. I'm ahead of that. So mm. I got all my stuff down. I have had Mardi Gras trees up in my house oh, before right. yeah. because Mardi Gras here. Mm-hmm. It's coming on tomorrow. I will be downtown. So I'll, I like to tell people that I will be downtown tomorrow with the crew to Yaya. So I'm pulling their float tomorrow down to 12th night. So it's a static parade. So if you want to come by and meet me and actually have people come by and do that, they come by my, my uh, float. That's a big pink float. Can't miss it with a bunch of women with pink hair. <laughs> and uh, they do great things uh, as far as they support uh, women who have breast cancer and they do uh, pre-screening and things like that for women that need help with that and it's just a great organization and i'm very happy to be involved with them and help them on these parades and things like that and so, that is that the uh where at seville quarter at five yeah at five o'clock, five o'clock. we line up around four thirty or five and then everybody comes down there and it's a static parade and you get to meet a lot of people that have all their music going and they're mm-hmm. going to come through and bless the floats so that's pretty cool right you know and they'll do that and then we're out of there around ten thirty. so that's going to be happening tomorrow 
downtown and i hear they're going to have a big it's going to be a lot of floats and there's going to be a lot of people down there uh so it's very exciting time for us and the weather looks good Mm -hmm. it looks like no rain tomorrow so that's a good thing as well the show is sponsored by key marine center key marine center of northwest florida located at 5621 by road here in pensacola 850-492-0487 is the phone number keymarinecenter.com is their website they have many yamahas listed on their website for sale uh, so you can go to the website and check out the Yamahas. They also have that 20% discount on labor uh, for boat repairs and repowers for the labor. 20% discount. That ends after today. Yep. So you need to make an appointment. You need to give them a call. Hopefully they can you know, squeeze you in there for that 20%. Uh, so you don't have to squeeze that extra 20% out of your pocket to get your boat repaired. And right mm-hmm. now is a good time to start thinking about doing boat repairs. Yeah. Because believe it or not, here we are in January and when february hits things start kicking off in the marine industry people start thinking about their boats they get the first few warm days coming up you know and and now i'm starting to think about my boat it's a good time to start thinking about your boat now maybe there's some repairs you need to do that you haven't done and that you didn't get done last year maybe you need to get that service done those kind of things think about your trailer yeah think about the trailer you want to get to the water yep Mm -hmm. check about that you know and, and look all that over and give Key Marine a call and let them take care of that for you. Mm-hmm. So it's just, uh, you know, as we get into this new year, it's just very exciting times for us. I'm excited about my students coming back on uh, Monday. I get to hear about their experiences while they, you know, while we're on break. I always talk about that uh, with them. And we're excited about the new year and the things we got coming as far as, uh, you know, different product. We talked about that diesel cutaway and some different things that we got going on at Georgetown and the Marine Service class. And all those classes out there are they are doing so well, and uh, we try to stay on top of technology uh, in our in our uh, school. And I was kind of it was kind of cool yesterday. I was walking around upstairs in our uh, admin area in our counseling area, and uh, Mr. Wiggins and Mr. Gibbon was up there working on a TV where they have information coming across the TV, and they have light bulbs that have speakers in them. That's pretty cool. Oh. So they have hmm. speakers, and they get the you know play music into our lobby area, mm-hmm. so it makes it more welcoming. Uh, to people that are waiting to talk to our counselors and stuff. So that was pretty cool. That's and they cool. said they're going to be listening to me on those light bulb speakers today. So light bulb speak- I wonder how I sound coming out of a light bulb. <laughs> Probably pretty good. You know, yeah, you the good great, thing is if I sound bad, voice. they can just uns- unscrew the light bulb. I'm done. I'm out of there. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So a shout out to all the teachers, all the, all the faculty, all the staff out there at Georgetown. They're just doing such a great job. And uh, it's just a pleasure working with everybody out there at Georgetown. So as we ended up, uh, the last show at the end of the year, we talked about, uh, we were talking about um, how often do you run your boat? You remember when, when I asked you if you were a boater and you kind of said you weren't and we we're going to get you on my boat and we're going to mm-hmm. teach you to be a boater and get you hooked. We're going to get you hooked on boating. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we're going to learn about uh, boating and how you operate your boat affects how you do your maintenance on your boat. Mm. And you were surprised, Jake, I think that when I said that most people don't put more than 30 hours of running time on their boat in a year. That's, yeah, it's incredible. And we were kind of cut short on that as we ended Mm -hmm. that show. So I thought I wanted to touch base on that a little bit more because when you think about your boating season in Florida, in our area, it is, it's, it's not super long. You know, you go down to South Florida, of course, it's a year round thing most of the time. But when you look at our area, like I said, we start probably in February, in February, and then we start slowing down, you know, as we go into November, the end of November, when the when all the, you know, school starts happening and all the stuff that's going on, you start slowing down in November with, with 
holidays and things like that. So the, really the time that you use your boat is short, okay? And you take into consideration uh, the weekends, right? So that's when most people use their boats on the weekends. I, you know, I have an opportunity to use my boat on Fridays. I love going out on Fridays because there's not so many people out on Friday. So I enjoy Fridays after a show. Sometimes I'll go get in the boat and go out on the boat on Fridays because there's not a lot of people out there on Fridays. So maybe you have that opportunity. Well, but most people are Saturday and Sunday boaters, right? Mm -hmm. So now you got the consideration of, okay, I boat on Saturday and Sundays. And then you, now you got to consider weather, right? couple it takes a couple weekends out of the year to rain you know to rain you out to mm -hmm. thunderstorm you out of, you know that kind of thing and now your boating time shortens up right, right? Mm -hmm. so the hours on your engine shorten up as well right so when you start looking at that and you start thinking wow only 30 hours a year on my boat runtime or what have you you also take into consideration what do most people do the majority of people do with their boats they put in a certain location. They try to put in someplace close to where they want to go. Let's say if you're putting in, you want to go to Sand Island or something, you may put in at Gavez Landing. Maybe you want to run over to uh, Orange Beach, you put in at Gavez Landing or wherever. You put in downtown at Mahogany Mill if you want to go over to the beach, you know, those kind of places. So now you have a short run. So you really don't, you're going to the beach, you run your boat, boat over to the beach, takes you 20 minutes, right? Right, right. You're over there, you shut it off, you just hang out at the beach, or if you go to the restaurant or something. So now your time on your engine is really short too. So that's why right. you think about that. A lot of people say, wow, you know, you're going to put 100 hours on your engine in a year's time, and a lot of times that's not the case. You may be on your boat 100 hours, right? but the actual run time. Right. So what I'm getting at is the, the way you run your boat really dictates how you want to maintain your boat and a big part of it is the hours that you put on your boat do you idle a lot do you just not get the boat up on plane and and they go you maybe you're just you're that person that wants to sightsee look for dolphin that kind of stuff and you're just cruising along at 1500 2000 rpm just kind of looking mm -hmm. around that kind of thing you know and that person, that type of person is going to have a different maintenance schedule than the person that gets out and just blasts it all the way to where they're right. going mm -hmm. kind of situation because of the factors that are involved in the maintenance. Right. Like me that, and my brother, I could keep a set of brake pads on my car for three years. Okay. He'll be out of them in three months. Just the way he breaks and the way he goes up to an intersection, he'll wait till he's the last minute. He's a tailgater, minute. probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but mainly, he just waits till the last minute to break. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. so that had, you know, and that plays true with mm -hmm. boating and then how you yeah. operate your boat. You know, is there a a speed? There's not a. Uh, uh, how do you how do you keep track of how many hours you? Is well, there a counter? Today's well, a lot of people. I, I had a customer a long, long time ago. His name was Wally. Uh, uh, Coupe. He was one of my long-term customers before the time where engines actually kept track of your hours and, and run times and things like that. He had a inline uh, 150 Mercury, a six-cylinder inline 150 Mercury. And the way he kept track of his hours was he actually wrote it down in a book, a, a log book. And that's how he did it back then. And he could come in and tell you exactly how many hours he had on his engine, whether and he didn't have an hour meter or anything like that, but he could tell you how many hours he had on his engine. And he could not really tell you the run times as far as, okay, I ran it wide open for this amount of time or this, but he knew the hours that he had on his engines. Well, nowadays, the engines, the computer on the engines log the hours for you. 
So they will tell you, and if you have a piece of electronics, you have a Garmin or, you know, a Simrad machine on your boat, it will actually tell you how many hours you have on your engine as well. So the engines log the hours. Gotcha. But it's a good idea to, uh, when I, what I do a lot of times is when I put my gas receipt in my, 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 uh, register, mm-hmm. I'll actually write how many gallons of fuel I burned, where I went and how many hours I had on my engine at that point, you know, too. So I kind of give an idea how long I have on my engine for maintenance. Mm-hmm. So I do that as well. So there's a, you can log it by hand. You can log it by the engine telling you how many hours you have. And the best thing about the engine hours, is it gives you run times. The, and, and really as a technician, when you look at that, you download it on a computer and you're looking at it, it gives you a way to help the customer with maintenance because the run times will tell you how to maintain the engine. If you're a, a qualified technician and you understand how to uh, read those run times, you can do that. And we teach that over at George Stone in the Marine Service class. We teach our students how to read the run times, the laptop, and to get that information and use it to help the customer with maintenance. So that's what we do uh, with our students. We teach them to understand the run times and what type of customer you are dealing with and how to use that for troubleshooting or to give maintenance tips as far as that goes. So let's say you have a customer. We'll just say the customer that has very few hours on their engine. They uh, are basically running from one point A to point B, but are not really getting the boat up on plane. They're just running uh, for short periods of time. And that kind of tells me as a technician that I really need to start looking at several things during maintenance. One of the things that we're going to look at is definitely oil levels. We're going to check the oil level on the engine because several factors play into that. Condensation in the oil system uh, creates a problem with engines when you don't take them up and run them at wide open throttles for periods of time. When you think about your cars, they heat up, okay? The engine temperature comes up, and there is the actual condensation that builds up. When you think about condensation, it happens in fuel tanks. It happens in engine blocks. It happens inside if you ever got in your car and your windows are, you know, are fogged up and that kind of thing. Or if you think about a bottle, an empty bottle laying next out in the, out in a, uh, next to the sidewalk, and you see condensation build up in an empty bottle. That's what happens in these engines. You have condensation build up. And the way to burn that condensation off is to actually run the engine, get the boat up on plane, get it up to temperature, and to get that boat uh, oil up to temperature. And that actually helps burn off that condensation. So that's how we kind of start looking at maintenance and maintenance intervals and stuff like that, right? Mm, Yeah. So uh, when you think about that customer, you may want to do an oil change more often okay Mm -hmm. you also want to think about possibly uh the customer that's not burning off the carbon on his engine he's not really getting the burn time and now we got maybe got stuck range where we're getting some fuel back down into the oil Mm. as well you know so high oil levels is an indicator that you necessarily don't have a major problem but you may have a running problem where the customer is actually doing it Mm. the engine's okay but it's giving you signs right says hey I got condensation. I, I'm, I'm the oil talking. I got condensation. I got fuel on me. Maybe, you know, the customer needs to get up that boat up on plane and run mm-hmm. that engine. Right. These motors are designed to run at 6,000 RPMs, you know, anywhere from 5,500, 6,000 RPMs mm. at wide open throttle. Right. And a lot of people think, well, 
you know, I don't want to run my engine that hard. Right. But you should, actually. Hmm. You should get that boat up on plane, and you run it for a period of time to allow the engine to heat up, to allow the oils to, to get flowing through the engine, to allow hmm. the condensation to get, uh, you know, out of that oil, to allow the fuel system to do what it needs to do to get the carbon off the pistons and the rings, to allow that hmm. piston area to seat up better so where you're not getting all that uh, all that into the crankcase. Mm-hmm. So running the engine is actually better at a wide open, you know, for periods of time. You could do it all day if you wanted to. You're going to burn fuel and you're going to burn, you know, mm. go fast. And, you know, right. but, you know, but you have to find a happy medium. An analogy, I guess, in the music world, it made me think of, it reminded me of, uh, you know, these classic violins like the Stradivarius and, and you know, those million-dollar violins. They have to be played in order to keep their quality, to keep their you know, uh, their richness and, and to keep the wood together the way it should be. It has to actually be played. It has to have that vibration going through it. So it's same like an engine, you know, you, you have to keep playing it. You have to keep running it, you know, at that yeah. six, 6,000 RPM, which does seem high because I never run my truck that much. Right. You know? Well, cars aren't designed to do that. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the, and we're, I'm, you know, we're talking about outboard stuff. We're not really the inboard or stern drives. Inboards right. and stern drives are lower RPMs. They're in the mm-hmm. 4,500 to 40, 4,800 RPM range, wide open throttle, that somewhere in that ballpark. And, uh, you know, talking about gas engines and diesels are another beast, you know, different RPM range. So you need to know your motor. You need to know what RPM range you can, you can run them at. And you need to understand it. It's good to do that, you know, from time to time. And I always recommend if a customer's coming back from fishing or whatever, that last few minutes of his run or her run or coming back in, Open that joker up and let her run. Mm. You know, yeah. you're coming into an area where you don't, where you're getting into a no wake zone. You're coming back to the marina or whatever. Before you get to that point, if you're able to do it and it's safe, open it up and let it run for a few minutes. That money you're spending on fuel consumption is going to save you in maintenance or damage that you're going to do to your engine anyway. Mm. You know, right. uh, I've run my motor at wide open throttle on my boat, and I'm seeing my fuel consumption. I'm going, whoa, you know, <laughs> that's crazy how much fuel you're burning at you know 42 mile an hour. And at, at, at 6,000 RPMs, but, you know, you have to do that to get that engine cleaned out. Mm. So we still got some time here for a call, whatever you want to call or text 850-437-1620 is the phone number. Uh, maybe you have a question about school or you're thinking about your new years, you're going into the new year, that kind of thing. Uh, give me a call or text 850-437-1620 is the phone number. More than happy to take your calls today for sure. Yes. And, uh, and really, you know, I've, I've talked a, a little bit about this on, uh, on the last show is with these kids coming in, you know, a lot of the times, you know, you've talked about just random people. You say, hey, you know, you want to come in and, and take the class, you know, you want to get into this and it changes their whole life. I mean, you're changing lives. You're changing people's worlds by offering this class. And you started out with just you and a, a couple tools. And didn't you say you had an old engine you just brought in? Yeah, well, I was bringing stuff in from my, when yeah. I first got there, my first two years, I was bringing stuff from my shop in there because there was nothing there. The, it was a rundown class. Uh, it wasn't well maintained by the previous instructors and, and it was just outdated. And now we are, we are up to date. We were talking about that yesterday. Um, Mr. Ronald was saying, let's get our classes to the best of the best, you know, best technology, the best equipment, you know, let's do that. And, and that's exciting to me when you have administration saying, Hey, we need to get our classes up to par uh, with what's going on in our industries. And we do that in the Marine service class. And I always think about, you know, what can I do to make things better 
in the class. And, and yesterday I did some simple things. I just moved some stuff around. I, I, I put a, a, a book cabinet in and I'm changing some stuff up and I stepped back and I looked and I said, wow, that's a change mm-hmm. for this year. Yeah. So, you know, one thing, a tool, I moved a toolbox over to another area and put a, put a, a book cabinet in another area and stepped back and looked at it. And I went, wow, that's, that's cool. That's awesome. Now I have another area that I can work with, you know, mm-hmm. to provide more information for my students and that kind of stuff. So that's kind of the way we think, you know, we want to change it. We want to keep it interesting, but we also, you know, want to keep it up to date. Right. And that's so very important to do that, mm-hmm. you know? So it's very important to make sure that our students are getting the best of the best. You know, uh, I have, I'm back and forth with a student, a counselor is talking to me, a, a potential student. He's going to come in in March. I've already started a conversation and I was up talking to my counselors and I, you know, how many students do I have coming in? You know, what schedules are they, ha- do they have? And that kind of stuff. So I like to prepare, you know, be prepared when they walk in the door, have their seating ready and all that stuff. And I have one student in particular that's going to be coming in March from another state. I'm not sure where exactly he's coming from, but I just told the counselor, CC me on the email. That way he can ask me the questions and we can move forward from there. And, of course, this morning I had an email from him and I started answering his questions on the email. So we try to prepare students before they even get in the classroom so they understand, you know, these are our hours. This is how many hours you can you can get per year. This is when you start. This is about when you can complete. Uh, this is when you we think you could go to work if you do what you're supposed to do. I always like to throw that in there because I put a lot on the students. Mm you know, to, for them to do what they supposed to do in order for, you know, do the, do the paperwork, do the, 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 all the work that we have for you. You need to make sure that you do that in order for you to be prepared when the time comes for you to go to work. Right. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them up front, this is what we do. This is what I expect. This is what you can expect, that kind of thing. And we get them prepared before they even walk in the door. And I think that's just a great opportunity for a lot of people. You can feel comfortable when you walk into my classroom, day one, right? I make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. My students have been there for a while, make you feel comfortable. So you never feel like when you come into my class that you're not going to be a part of what's going on because mm-hmm. you are from day one, the second you walk into my classroom and we start our introductions, that's how you should feel. Right. You know, so that's what we do at your stone. And you don't just sit there and teach, 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 and then they leave. You get the students, you know, interactive. You get them talking to each other and sort of teaching each other the material. That, right? I do it. And it, it's called peer to peer training. And we do that mm-hmm. a lot. And, and I, you know, I say I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised over the break. Students mm-hmm. contacting me. Hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, Happy New Year's and that right. kind of stuff. And that's cool, too, you know, for yeah. them to stay involved even after they're off the break, you know, and that kind of stuff. And, and they text me or call me and ask me questions and things like that. And so it, it's not only in the classroom, it's away from the classroom as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what the show is about is to tell people what we do over there is to give information to people that own boats or maybe want to own a boat to help you better prepare, Yeah, you know, to own a boat, to buy a boat, to maintain a boat, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's what we get across you know, in the short time that we have on Fridays, right? We need a six-hour show. I know. You know? I know. There's so much to it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to it, mm-hmm. and you know, to help you with your boating and that kind of stuff. So, uh, do you have anything online if somebody wanted to just get a brief sample 
of your of your class. Has anybody posted anything? Can they find you on YouTube? We do have Facebook pages. There mm-hmm. are some YouTubes out there as well. Uh, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. Lydia Ferguson is our a part of our Facebook. She does that for us mm-hmm. and other things around the school. And uh, she does a great job with Facebook. And uh, so, yeah, there's a places to go and look at that as well. Some classes have individual Facebooks. I do not. I just don't mm-hmm. have the... I just let I'll send them pictures and stuff. Right. But send me an email mm-hmm. and or call me. My phone number is actually on the school website. I will set up a time for you to come by and talk to me and walk around and show you what we do there. And I'm more than happy to take you to other classes if you want to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's what the goal of the student. That's what we're looking at. Right. The goal of the student. Yes. So check out keymarinecenter.com, Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida over on Bower Road in Pensacola. Uh, Boat Smart is, is one of our more popular shows. Thank you for your texts and your calls this morning. Um, you know, uh, like we were talking about this this today, 20% off the labor for boat and motor repairs. Ends, Better get it done today. It ends today, yep. yeah. Yep. Okay, so. Don't make it happen. Yeah, and Georgetown Technical College over on Longleaf Drive, uh, georgestonecollege.edu. They have a chat feature. Uh, go on there, tell them you heard about Boat Smart on News Radio 92.3, Informative Local Dependable, and you want more information, go by. Sit in on a class. Uh, go talk to Mr. Schmidt. He will have you set up for the maybe the rest of your life. That's this right. could change everything. Thank you for being here this Thank morning. Thank you. We'll be yeah. here next Friday.